women are underrepresented in Canadian politics. In fact, Canada ranks 60th out of 187 countries when it comes to gender parity in politics. So how can we foster equality? Well, joining us to talk about it is Sherry Graydon, who's the CEO of Informed Opinions. Good morning to you, Sherry. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. My pleasure. I feel like there's a reason why fewer and fewer women are getting into the political arena. Why do you think we are so underrepresented, we as women in Canadian politics, particularly as we lag behind the other countries? Well, it's easy to blame the toxicity of the political environment and the degree to which women are targeted on social media and now increasingly in person. But that's really not the story, because if it were women would not be achieving gender parity in countries around the world. They have not solved the toxicity problem either. What they have done, which really differs from our approach in Canada, we've been content with incremental change. So over the past uh, 20 years, we have gone from 20% to 30%. But in other countries, the reason we've fallen behind is because they've really invested in concrete measures to make sure that the playing field is level in recognition that a balance of power actually serves not just women but democracy you know democracy depends on representation and uh, houses of parliament work better when mps look like the canadians they seek to serve Mm -hmm. so we dig into it sherry what exactly have they done to to influence uh, these processes to to get the ball rolling so to speak because i'm thinking that you know, it, it, it's a bit of a workup. You don't just say, hey, I think I'm going to switch careers and, and make my leap into politics. What are the steps? So different countries have taken different approaches. Mexico, for example, which is fourth, not 60th, but fourth, despite being a Catholic country with a very macho culture, they actually wrote into their constitution uh, a clause that said it's necessary. We need to ensure this happens. And so they made it legislative they required uh, political parties to recruit uh, equal numbers of men and women. Many other countries have taken a softer approach. Um, New Zealand, where women are at 49% of those elected, uh, their political parties embraced voluntary gender targets. Uh, Iceland did the same thing. So around the world, depending on the nature of their political system, they've chosen different approaches. But More than 80 countries have taken a very deliberate targeted or quota system, um, recognizing that, you know, women experience many aspects of life differently from from men. And getting our perspectives and priorities and insights and ideas into the mix, we have decades of research that document the extent to which when women participate in decision-making, whether it's at home, at work, in government, Outcomes are better. Research is more reliable. Healthcare is more effective. So, yeah, I think what's happened is as countries around the world have woken up to the benefits of gender parity in politics, the balance of power, they've just been much more deliberate about it in the same way, frankly, that Rachel Notley was here in Alberta in 2015. Sure, you got a text from uh, a, a texter named Karen who says women are not in politics because they see the crap that goes on and are too smart to want to be part of it. And I think sadly that may be, you know, sort of what we're seeing a little more of late is it's just so angry and it's so, 
I just it's divisive. It's it's a it's a nasty business to be in these days. And do you think that that's holding women back, particularly in Canada and and around the world? I certainly think that it does discourage many really good and qualified candidates for running, not just women, men too, don't want to be part of that. But one of the things that we know is that um, when women are present in Parliament in greater numbers, if there are 50-50 women and men, it helps change the dynamic. There's less testosterone, there are fewer elbows up in the corners, it changes the tone of debate, and also, our presence there normalizes our right to exercise power. So it becomes harder for bad actors to challenge and condemn women's voices to go after us because we're women. And we know that happens. Lots of research, including here in Alberta during the 2017 a municipal election documented the extent to which women and women of color in particular are much more targeted. But there are still lots of women and men across the country who are eager to serve, who understand that if you want to make change in the world, being in electoral politics is one of the ways to do that. So, yeah, it's a deterrent for sure, and we need to address the toxic hush of online hate. Mm. But we can't use that as an excuse not to achieve the balance of power that four in five Canadians believe is important in our politicians. Sherry, thank you so much for your conversation. Thanks for the time this morning. Thank you. Sherry Graydon, CEO of Informed Opinions. You can find out what she does online at informedopinions.org.